Welcome to Progression. I'm Jane Shin. This is a show about mental health, personal development, and spirituality through conversations I'll have with artists about their journeys and through my own reflections as a woman working in the music industry. On today's episode, I sit down with Jacksonville, Florida artist Yuno, whose bright music has carried me through both good times and bad times, but allow me to keep moving forward. We talk about how he's crafted his own unique sound to convey positivity, the significance of taking a hiatus and taking one's time, and his favorite vegan recipes. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? I'm Yuno. I make music, usually in my bedroom at home in Jacksonville, Florida. I still trip out because I feel like I I discovered your music back in like 2010, 2011 on SoundCloud. Um, I think Sunlight, that was like a big turning point for you yeah a lot of people heard about my music for the first time uh through sunlight and even like when i got signed to my record label like that's what they're talking about how they really like sunlight and stuff yeah so yeah that was definitely a big turning point for me yeah that song sunlight can you talk about it as far as like what you were conveying or what you were going through at the time maybe because to me it's a very uplifting song Mm -hmm. you know in fact all your music feels like there's a there's a positivity towards about like you know, getting getting over something or just like feeling uplifted. So where were you when you wrote that song? I was in my bedroom as usual. I had an online friend that I was really close with, but we never met in person. We still haven't met in person. Uh, and it was one of those things where like we'd both be going through like difficult times and like feeling really lonely, but we'd be talking to each other, but we'd also be so far apart. And it was kind of about that, just about like, knowing that we're both growing and we're both changing as people, but, like, one day we'll finally, like, see each other and get to hang out and not feel so alone, and we'll actually kind of unite one day, which we haven't yet, but one day, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so, (laughs) but, um, yeah, do you still keep in touch with this person, or... Yeah, like, not as much directly, more through, like, I like your post, you like my post, that sort of thing, but it, it kind of, it's similar to, like, a lot of other people, like, most of my friends that I've met, I've met online, and, uh, Throughout, like, 2018, just through touring and playing shows, I've been able to meet a lot of them in person for the first time, whether it was, like, in the U.S. or in Europe, in in Canada, and all over the place, where, I like, I always hoped one day that would happen, but, like, it's so cool that it's finally happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's wild to think that that's, like, the norm now. Like, you just meet people online, and yeah. you meet them in real life, and you become <laughs> friends. So yeah. that's super cool. Yeah, and back to, like, the music that you write and you create, like I said, I've always gravitated towards it because there's an uplifting thing, even though you may be talking about something that is sad or you're going through something. So was that intentional for you to to write from that kind of uplifting place? Or how do you think about that? Yeah, anytime I make a song that, like, sounds, like, sad or or sounds in any sort of way like not positive I it's hard to make it it's like I don't know it just brings me down music is something that makes me happy so I like to make music that has an uplifting sound to it even if it's about something that's sad I like to put like the uplifting side to it or if I'm writing about something that was I don't know a bad experience I can write about getting out of that experience rather than just sitting in the negative parts of it just because, like, I've tried to make songs, like, where I've been really sad, and I'm like, I want to capture the sadness in a song, but then I'm like, no, this is just making me more sad. So I always have to try to get myself out of that. So it's always been a thing for me to make music that sounds positive. Did you ever grow up listening to sad music, though, or? Ooh, sad music. I guess the saddest stuff would be, like, the kind of, like, emo stuff and uh, the band Him I listened to a lot, but they had a whole thing where it was, like, 
this light and darkness, which I always really liked. Like, uh, they called the music love metal, and it would always be about, like, I don't know, like kind of like the funeral of hearts. It's like this kind of mixture of, like, like love and sadness and life and death and, like, all this stuff. So I always like to see kind of both sides of those sort of things. Even, like, emo songs and pop-punk song, pop songs that were, like, really sad and that were, like, about going through a breakup but had that higher energy and stuff. Stuff like that, I guess always influenced me like I didn't really listen to anything that sounded too sad because it would make me too sad uh so yeah I feel like I carry that on with me and I still try to do that same thing now have you gone through periods of sadness in your life are there like certain moments in time when you think back in your youth I'd say specifically when I was probably about like 14 or 15 like I was just really sad I just felt like no one cared about me or anything and I don't know exactly what it was that made me feel that way. Um, but I remember uh, my parents had one of my uncles uh, reach out to me and, like, talk to me and be like, your parents wouldn't be doing all this stuff for you if they didn't really care about you and everything. I don't know. I guess eventually I kind of got over it. But, yeah, it was, like, a really difficult time for me where I felt like nothing mattered and no one cared. And I don't know. It was just a, it was a really strange point. But I don't feel like I haven't gotten, like, that down, like, since then. At what point did music become that outlet for you to express those emotions? It was a really s- kind of slow process, I guess. When I first started making songs, uh, at first they were just like funny songs for my friends at school to like laugh at and listen to and think were funny. And then after a while, I was like, oh, I can kind of make more serious songs. But by serious songs, I met songs where I'm like, I'm really trying to make a good song. And those songs lyrically would be about random things still, like dragons and dogs and monkeys and blah, blah, blah. And then after a little bit of time, like, I kept, like, starting to write a little bit more personal things, a little bit more personal things. And then I can't remember the first song that I wrote that was really, like, personal, but I know it was about one of my online friends that, like, I had a crush on or something. And, yeah, I can't remember what song it was, but, yeah, something like that. And then I realized, like, people enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, okay, I can, like, write about my life and other people can relate to it and enjoy it. So I started doing it more and more. And then I really like that, just the fact that people can relate to something that I'm going through. And even if people don't completely know what I'm talking about in my situation, they can, like, associate it with their own situation that they're going through. And that's something that I really like. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel... For your last album, Moody, what were you going through and then what were you trying to convey to the listener um, in that context of like wanting people to relate to your music and to you as a person, I assume? Well, I never really think that much about what other people are going to take from it. I just try to kind of like get out what I want to say and like all the feelings that I need to get out. And then because if like because if I think too much about what people will take from it and what people will perceive it as then I I don't know I'll just get too self-conscious I feel like about it so for me every song is kind of different but yeah they're all kind of separate feelings there wasn't really one feeling as a whole that I was trying to get out but I'd say uh, I'd say like no going back it was one of those things where I was kind of trying to convince myself that I didn't want to go back to a relationship that I could see myself going back to, which wasn't healthy. So 
Yeah, it was really just me trying to convince myself that I'm not going to go back and it's not a good idea to. And I know that things are better now than they would be and would have been if I would have stayed in that relationship. And then I had like the last song on my EP, Galapagos. And that one was really kind of directed towards my ex and just kind of like explaining that like I'm okay now, like I'm feeling better. I know you're you're sorry for all the things you did that were wrong or whatever. And that yeah, it's just like I don't know, that one was it was direct, but it was also like me just trying to get out my feelings and me trying to just say that it's okay because it is okay and I'm over it now and it's whatever and that's a good end to it I feel like yeah Yeah. I feel like it was a there were a lot of it's like you took us through like a journey in a way (laughs) with with that project and it's cool that you found like your own catharsis through it right and you know before you released Moody though you were on like a pretty long hiatus right as far as Mm -hmm. like putting releases out and things like that. So I wanted to talk about that because I think you, it was like, was it like three years? Yeah, roughly? about three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did that hiatus consist of? Because we live in a world fueled by consumption and like always being on. And obviously you were so upkeeping and like you're taking care of yourself, sharing that through your vegan food recipes, your smoothie <laughs> recipes, and just like still checking in as a human being. But mm-hmm. obviously the music side, how did you... Uh, grapple with that did you feel pressure at all throughout this hiatus what did that period mean to you well it's one of those things where like I didn't feel that much pressure because most of the people that follow me are people that I kind of or like I always feel like most of the people that follow me are people I kind of know so I was like keeping updated with them in any way shows them like hey like I'm still around and like we're still communicating and everything so people weren't really pressuring me too much to put out new music but really, I was just trying to learn new things. And, like, I'd switched uh, from PC to Mac, uh, which meant that I had to switch from uh, FL Studio, which I was using, to Ableton. And I had to learn that. And, like, I r- really wanted to get good with it and not feel limited by it. So I needed to learn kind of, like, everything to be able to... So I could do everything that I used to be able to do uh, on FL Studio in Ableton. So there's a lot of time, like, practicing like working on little demos and stuff doing little covers just figuring out ways to kind of get good at it uh and then yeah just I was just kind of like it just time flew by <laughs> like of, of me just sitting there learning these things and working on it and in that time period was also when I started talking to Ish at Sub Pop and he found my music on SoundCloud randomly and yeah he like he was kind of waiting for me to put out some new stuff too and ended up just being like, whatever, I'm just going to send your stuff to Sub Pop. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. That's that's cool. And uh, then they liked it, and I signed a deal with them. So then I had to take a longer hiatus because I had to start working on my EP. Uh, so it definitely was longer than I thought. Like, I would have had more songs out, but I ended up signing a deal and had had a project to actually put the songs towards, which a lot of times I'm used to just putting out songs kind of whenever, but this time, uh, I actually had a project, which is like a new experience for me, but it's fun. Yeah. Every decision you've made has led to this point, which is so, so cool. And even though the hiatus was a couple years, mm-hmm. like it still meant that you're able to put your best work forward. Do you feel that there's a pressure to like always have to put stuff out there? Yeah, especially now because it feels more like a career than it has before. Because I was like, I'm actually kind of making a living off of doing music, and like 
there's people that I don't know that listen to my music now, which I always felt like I knew everyone that had ever heard of me. And But I, I guess it's cool because I like to put out things kind of, like I, I make something and then I put it out. And I can still kind of do that now because like a lot of artists do that where they'll put out like Travis Scott put out the butterfly effect and then a while later like it showed up on his album. Stuff like that. So I, I can kind of put out a song whenever and my label will be cool with it. And then I can throw it on an album whenever the album's actually finished. Uh, so yeah, there is that whole thing of kind of like wanting to continuously put out things and be in front of people's faces. But I feel like I can do that in this climate and it fits kind of the way I usually do it mm-hmm. is just putting out stuff whenever I feel like it. Right. What did the hiatus teach you about taking care of yourself and just your time and not leaning so much into people's expectations? It was a lot of just like realizing that people weren't pressuring me too much and people didn't like, I don't know, they, they wanted to hear new music, but they're also just like, yeah, like we like seeing your, your food posts and your recipes and stuff. So it feels good to like, have dimensions as a person that people just like not have people just see me as just the guy who makes songs people see me as the guy who makes songs and recipes and takes pretty instagram photos and stuff like that and just having people to communicate with because back home in jacksonville like i don't leave my house much i'm pretty much just always in my bedroom on my phone on my computer so it's cool like having that communication with people and i'm glad that i was able to upkeep that for like years and and even in that hiatus there's people that i knew before i had like before uh when i was more consistently putting out music and then during that period that i still spoke to and that i still speak to now so it was cool kind of like not feeling people go away or anything everyone kind of just stayed just waited until i came up with something else and that was nice yeah i like that you said that do you want to show like different dimensions of who you are beyond just you know, the artist who makes mm-hmm. music. I kept up with your Instagram because you did post such beautiful <laughs> uh, vegan recipes and smoothies. And to me, it, it communicated that, yeah, you are a person who is taking care of himself. What's like your favorite vegan recipe? I'd say the first two I think of are these uh, young jackfruit bows that I made, uh, which those are really good. I actually had a vegan bow at a place in uh, Toronto and it was my first time, I, like, trying someone else's bow. And I was like, wow, this is pretty good, but mine's kind of better. So I was really proud of that. Uh, and I make this vegan fried chicken that's really good where I uh, use rice paper as the skin for it. And uh, it, it adds a really nice texture. It gets really crispy. So and, and it keeps the juices inside. So, yeah, those are my favorite, too. Damn. Yeah. You got to open up. Your restaurant one day, I feel like. I like, hope so. <laughs> you think so? Like you, you're, you're. I mean, you're pretty open to like any pursuit at this point, right? Yeah, I might do it. We'll see. <laughs> as far as smoothie recipes go, any favorites <laughs> that you love to make? I think I remember. Did you create a smoothie with durian? Oh yeah, I've made. I've, I've tried like a few different things with durian. Like the my main one with durian is like I'll get some banana, like frozen banana. Uh, kind of depending on how I'm feeling maybe some like almond milk uh and then some durian maybe maybe a little bit like of agave to sweeten it up but yeah just like it is especially interesting with durian just because like using different levels to kind of seeing how much like you can take of it how how, like how much you want to introduce yourself to it and it's a nice subtle way to kind of have some so yeah definitely just simple like banana almond milk durian maybe some agave if you want to sweeten it up a bit that's a good one 
also does not smell bad to me. It smells good because I enjoy the taste of it, and it smells pretty much how it tastes to me. So I don't know. It's been it's weird. Cause yeah. Like I feel like I'm experiencing it differently than other people experience it, but yeah. I enjoy it. So. I know. I feel like people hate on it. Yeah. Like the smell. That's like the main thing. Yeah. But. That's yeah. That's the main thing. Like even in the countries where it grows, like you're not allowed to bring it on public transportation or have it in a hotel because it smells bad. But it's like to me, it doesn't smell bad because <laughs> it, it just smells. It smells how it tastes and it tastes good. So I can see how it could smell bad to people, but the smell of it makes me excited to eat it. So, right. you know, it's, it's strange. I feel like there's a lot of scents like that that kind of can smell bad but also smell good to people, like gasoline. Like some <laughs> people like the smell of gasoline. Yeah, I definitely it's, did as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like it's, it doesn't smell bad but it kind of smells good. But like it's like it's just an interesting smell. Do you feel that like cooking is something that helps you, you know, maintain your groundness or just like help you kind of get away or step away from the laptop? What's your practice of cooking for you? Because it seems like you would get really experimental and like come up with your own recipes and stuff. So how does that help your mental state or like your creativity? Cooking is something that's really creative for me, uh, especially being vegan. Uh, it's a fun way to kind of come up with new things that I haven't seen before or like even old things like my family would cook. I can figure out a way to make a vegan version of that. And that's been something that's really cool to me. And even like just kind of sometimes like especially at the beginning of me being vegan, my family didn't exactly understand it and stuff. But now that I've been able to make vegan versions of, like, my grandparents' recipes and stuff, then I can show it to my other family members. And they can try something. They can, they can understand and be like, oh, like, wow, okay, this is I understand now. This is good. Like, I love the taste of this. I like what you're doing. So it's been really cool uh, having that experience. And then just trying new foods. Uh, it's been fun just creating things. Like, sometimes I have, there's a food that I haven't tried, and I didn't try it before I was vegan and now and it's a non-vegan food so I can make a vegan version so I can try it and uh yeah it's always a fun thing for me just something for me to discover new things without having to really leave my home uh because like I said I'd never really go out much uh so yeah it's always been nice for me like sometimes I'll spend the whole day cooking and it'll be a good break from whatever else I've been doing and like maybe I've been in my head too much or maybe I've been too busy working too much or getting stuck on a bunch of songs so then I can spend all day just cooking and it's something I can enjoy doing and then after I've enjoyed doing all that cooking I can just sit down and have my nice meal and I'm hoping like in the future when I'm outside of my home more and like more social and everything I can cook for other people and have people over and stuff and that would be really nice. Now that we are in this new year, are there things that you're wanting to change or are there themes in your life that you're trying to work through that will affect the output of whatever new music you're creating? Well, there's there's things, I guess the main thing that like I've wanted to work on for myself this year uh, is a continuation of last year of just experiencing new things and kind of like saying yes to more things basically because I've been so isolated for years just sitting alone at home in my bedroom and now that I'm finally traveling and like meeting new people and coming out to LA and like hanging out and stuff it's it's nice to just say yes to things and someone invites me to something and I'm just like yeah sure I'll go to this place yeah I'll go to your house that I I'd, you're a stranger and I don't really know you but I'll hang out with you and your friends and it's just fun because it always ends up being pretty rewarding, even if it's not the most fun thing. It's at least something that I hadn't experienced before. So I want to just continue experiencing new things. Uh, and that's something that I feel like is helping me grow as a person. Uh, and 
Yeah, it's been a lot of me staying the same uh, for years. And just over the last year, I've noticed, like, how many different things I've experienced and how many, like, different viewpoints I've had now. So, like, I can, I might have thought about one thing a certain way this whole time. And then it's like, oh, like, now I see these different sides to it because I can see, like, I've seen other parts of the world and met all these new people and stuff. So, yeah, that's more of what I want to do is just kind of keep, like, experiencing more of the world and meeting new people and stuff, which always ends up making its way into my songs, like anything I experience. And I never really think about it much when I'm making a song. Like, lyrics kind of just, like, flow out, and they just whatever happens, happens. I don't know what my songs are about until I'm done with them, and I go back and, like, read the lyrics and really, like, figure it out. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what this is about. So I think that'll be interesting, but I know so many of these new experiences that I've had over the last year are going to make it into my new songs, so I'm really looking forward to that. Was mental health a thing for you in your household, or...? Yeah, it was nothing that was ever really spoken about, like, at my home, or, or even, like, amongst friends or anything. Like, I started learning more about mental health from my online relationships and stuff, and just, like, through, like, Tumblr and stuff, and people talking about it and being like, wow, okay, like, I see, like, how it is important to take care of yourself. And it's one of those things, like, I, I didn't think about it until I started having, like, trouble with it, where, where it was me isolating myself and not really having people to reach out to at first until I started making sure, like, making more online friends and then making sure I spoke to them and stuff because once I was really isolated, like, if I wasn't speaking to anyone, then it'd be, like, I'm too much in my head and, like, I can't stand it. But I got really used to just being at home alone uh, and just talking to people online, having, like, all my friends be online friends. And now that I've been, like, touring and traveling more, as soon as I get back home and I'm just by myself again, it feels so weird and so strange. And I'm like, wow, like, I really need to, like, leave and, like, move. I'm I'm hoping to move to New York uh, within the next few months. Because I feel like that'll be a way healthier place for me to be. Like, I I can just walk outside and, like, go hang out somewhere or go meet someone somewhere. But in Jacksonville, like, I live far apart from everyone. I, like, there's nothing really close by to go do. Like, the grocery store is the closest thing to me, and that's, like, a mile and a half away, and I don't drive. So, yeah, it's, like, it's one of those things where I've realized the things that I need in my life. And, like, I can be fine with just like being alone in my room and just talking to people online but I've realized I'm so much better like and and it's like a lot more healthy for me to just like actually hang out with people and go out to eat with people and whatever and stuff like that just because I haven't I haven't done that before and now that I am doing that consistently it's way better so yeah I'm hoping to definitely do that more yeah, that and at the same time, it is cool though that you learn more about mental health through your friends online. That's mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah, and I feel like it's something that there needs to be more awareness of to talk about or not feel like you're alone in whatever situation you're going through. So yeah, like those same people that like I've learned about that stuff from and talked to about that stuff with. It's like now I'm actually meeting them in person. And it's like a whole new experience for me. Any new music you're creating, are you still going into that mindset of how you've been creating from like an uplifting place or do you see it evolving or what state of mind are you in right now? Uh, definitely still like always trying to make music that at least sounds uplifting and sounds positive. Just because even if it, like cause sometimes like I have plenty of songs where people 
like will dance to it and like be, smile to it and everything and they're like wow this is so great and it'll be like shown to everyone as a positive song even though it's coming from a negative place so I like being able to kind of spin that and like take something that like was a negative part in my life and make it something positive for other people uh, and then even something positive for me because also if I make a song that sounds negative and is about something negative and then I have to go and like tour and perform that song and I don't want to have to get into that space like of feeling that way every single time I perform it I'd rather be in a like really positive space when I'm performing so that was something that I didn't even consider really when I was working on my other songs but now that I've torn stuff now that's something I think I will really pay even more attention to when I'm working on my new songs is that like after performing these songs like possibly for the rest of my life so like I want to make sure it's something that I feel comfortable with and like whatever space this song makes me get into like emotionally that I'm okay with getting into that space forever basically yeah that makes sense yeah. that that's why I think I go back to it so much because it does put me in a better mood, right? Mm. So, um, yeah, keep it up for sure. (laughs) And then you as a black artist in that space, you know, indie music is predominantly a white space, right? Mm. So how does it feel to go out into the scene as yourself, as you know, be authentically yourself and actually have people relate or connect? And just also in terms of representation for you, like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's been really cool seeing other people, like seeing like, black teenagers and stuff that are like wow like it's so cool to see someone like me making this music that I like and that's something that like I've always wanted to see and always liked to see in other artists and even like actors when I was growing up and like tv shows and stuff like seeing uh Ed from uh, Good Burger and stuff I was like whoa like this guy kind of talks like me <laughs> like and everyone's always making fun of me for it but he's really funny and he's he's got a movie now and it's like, I don't know, stuff like that has always been cool to me. So now I'm really happy that I can be that for other people. Uh, I haven't, like, I don't I haven't feel like, I don't feel like it's something that comes up a lot uh, from other people. But really what I like to see and what I have seen the most is just, like, inspiring other people that are like, wow, like, someone that looks like that can make this stuff and, like, we look alike and you're doing what I like to do. And that's something that I've always wanted to be for some people. So I'm glad that it's finally happening. Yeah, that's great. And you're teaching, you know, the next generation that like you can be anything you want and you can create anything you want. You don't have to fall into other people's expectations of you. What's been the most teachable moment for you in your life so far? Just anything defining that's changed your trajectory or changed the way you process things in your life? I can't think of like when it started, but really one thing that I've always kind of done, well, especially within the last few years, is just tried to remain positive in kind of any situation. Uh, and some people will actually think it's weird that I'm I'm just kind of stress-free most of the time. Just because anytime something happens, I'm just kind of like, eh, like, all right, because stressing about it is like has never solved a problem for me like being worried and extremely frustrated about something never made it better for me so like if something's going wrong like I'll just try to fix it but if it can't be fixed then it's just like what like I tried like now I have to deal with whatever's gonna happen it's happened with like live shows 
where we've had like some technical issue and something's going wrong and everybody's like stressing and trying to figure it out. I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't know. We'll see. And it always ends up being like, okay. Cause I mean, right now I can't think of a particular time where it was absolutely terrible, but it's, it's like, I don't know. Everything's going to be okay at some point. So try not to stress too much just because it doesn't solve anything. doesn't help anything. So that's definitely a thing that's helped me a lot over the past few years and saved me from a lot of stress and helped save some other people from some stress too. When when they see me being calm, sometimes it calms them down. So that's one thing that I've definitely I'm I'm glad that I've been doing lately. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta learn from you too. <laughs> I feel like I've been stressed like all my life. <laughs> and I realize like what has it done for me? I mean, I can't be relying on stress to motivate me or like get me through things. And it's so cool that you've trained your brain to not fall into an attitude of worry or stress and that it's going to be okay no yeah. matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> and I see how that's translated into your music. Yeah. You, it, it's like a natural transition that whatever frame of mind you have, it's coming through with the output of, of music. Cool, yeah. yeah, it's super awesome. I like to end every episode with a note of gratitude. For me, that's something that stabilizes me is being in the present, counting my blessings, and reminding myself that no matter what I'm striving towards, it's going to be okay. So for you in this present moment, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for like just the amount of support that I've felt over the last year, just like from having like a good team around me, from having my band be really supportive and like having talks with me at the end of tour about like how thankful they are that they're part of this process and that they were able to join me and travel with me and stuff. And to people who came out to my shows and said hi and people who heard about me for the first time at a show and came up to me and said something or came and bought merch or whatever. And just a lot of support that I felt this year and a lot of like positive energy. And I'm just really grateful that making songs in my bedroom has like led to all of these things and like changed not only my life, but like helped change other people's lives and stuff. So yeah, I'm really, really grateful that I've continued to do music and it's taken me to this point now. Where can people find more info on you to hear your tunes and stay in touch? I guess you can just search you know Y-U-N-O on whatever you listen to. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram. Uh, Y-V-N-X is my Instagram. That's why I post my food photos and all that, so you can check those out. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being part of the show. Thank you for having me. Head to progression.fm for more information and to hear all episodes. You can also find me at progression.fm on Instagram and at progression.fm on Twitter. Stay in touch and take care.